This episode of Chatty Broads is brought to you by Majori Broads. If you are paying traditional retail costs on fine jewelry, listen to us, your friends, Jess and Becca, and please stop. It's not necessary. In fact, dare I say, you're getting ripped off. Honestly, yes. Mm-hmm. After learning that traditional fine jewelry retail markups are more than 10 times the cost of the product, <sighs> that was it for me. I was like, no, this is ridiculous. Majori is mixing things up, though. They got fine jewelry, premium materials, classic designs, and fair prices. It's everything we've ever wanted in a jewelry brand. It sure is. Majori makes 14 karat gold staples. Think seamless gold hoops and stackable rings that don't wear out or scratch easily so you can wear them day in and day out and they will stay looking good as new. Head to Majori.com slash chatty for 10% off your first order. That's M-E-J-U-R-I dot com slash chatty for 10% off your first order. And welcome to Another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Hello. Good morning, broads. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. Uh, Oh my God, I was on the plane yesterday and I watched like four or five episodes of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, which I haven't done in years. And man, was I just like instantly sucked in again. You know, that show (laughs) does that. It's like sometimes... And it's like so boring. They're all just like sitting on their phones, but immediately I'm like, oh shit. Like what is Scott going to say about this? I have no idea what it is because I feel the exact same way about that show. Like I won't watch it. And then when everyone else is like obsessed with what's going on, I'm like... Silly. Yeah. And then the second I get have like a sick day and I start binging the Kardashians, I'm like, great. Now I'm stuck for another three years watching this every I know. single day. And this, these were episodes from like 2017, and I was still like, just really following. And then along. also always like their ITM looks. Uh-huh. I'm always like excited. Yeah, I to do. See. I do like that because I'm like, oh, I guess maybe I'll try that with my uh-huh. makeup next time, or uh-huh. maybe I'll try a push up bra like that. I'm always fascinated by how they make their boobs look that way. Uh-huh. And, you know, she says it's all tape and stuff, which I obviously doubt it's all that. But I've tried a lot of plastic surgery and a lot of tape. Yeah. (laughs) Lots of both. (laughs) There you have it. Lots of both. Um, Well, this is not a Kardashian recap, even though, you know, maybe one day we'll get there. R.I.P. Kardashians. Um, We are diving into is it the seventh episode, I think, of this season? Oh, my God. I thought it was sixth, but I think you might be right. It might be seventh. I thought it was the six two, and that's what I was reading everywhere. But then when I was looking at over our uh, our recap numbers, I think it's seventh. And this was the great exodus. This was yeah, you're good at this stuff. So tell me, do you know how many guys are left? I believe there are six men left. Okay, all right. So next week is the week before hometowns. That's wild. It's either six or seven, but that's crazy. This Regardless, is going. I think so hometowns quickly. is in two weeks. Yeah. Which, by the way, speaking of whenever whenever things are going to air, I don't know when things are going to air. We don't have the schedule. Something that is a terrible, terrible bit of news <laughs> <laughs> is that there is a chance, <laughs> frauds. I'm going to tell you this now in preparation. My sweet, sweet father planned a trip to Puerto Vallarta. Um, oh, I think you're going to miss fantasy sweets. My sweet sweet father planned a trip to Puerto Vallarta. When I tell you a year and a half ago, I mean the day the pandemic hit, my father was spiraling and he was like, I'm planning a trip right now. And this man started to work and he crafted a trip. Probably so cheap. Every moment, every moment is planned. He has ever something happening every single moment. He has gone above and beyond. As we have gotten nearer to the trip, 
person by person has been like, I can't do it. And he is, when I tell you the man is devastated, like daily looking out sadly out of his window, that's my dad. And so he found out that Evan couldn't go. My stepmom, everyone's dropping out. And now there's only like two of us left. And so I'm like, I have to go with my dad. Honestly, even if you, everyone didn't drop out, I'm sorry. Take the fucking trip. But it's going to be all planned for you. Everything's, I, know, I mean, I you know. gotta go. And my mom is like being so sweet and watching Little Miss MB. So it's an adult trip. But the the point is of this, of this spiel is that I might, I will be missing an episode. And we thought by counting it out that I'd be missing mental, mental all. And I was like, perfect. Not a big deal. Be, uh... It might be fantasy suites or what if it's, the fucking finale i don't think it will be just because like you said i think there's six or seven guys left which means next week is pre-hometowns which means 27th will be hometowns which means third will be fantasy suites okay well that's gonna be unless a bunch of shit goes down the week of fantasy suites in which case it might still be mental but i there's no chance in hell it's the finale put because august 16th is bip starts officially right, right. but now we wonder oh, wait you're right oh ooh. Yeah. So they could be like doubling up on episodes. I think if anything, it'll be mental. Also, let's be real broads. The Olympics is coming up. And so how are they going to be airing this during like the two weeks of the Olympics? I don't know. I feel like we're going to get a weird schedule. There might be double episodes on that week that you're gone and the next week. <laughs> but regardless, broads, give me ideas for who you might want me to recap with. Cause yeah. you know, we could go with one of the bros. We could also do maybe a favorite guest from the past to weigh in on bachelor stuff. Yes. So give let, some ideas. let us know also if anyone happens to have the like official schedule for some reason, I've been looking for it relentlessly the past couple weeks. If yeah. anyone knows, <laughs> let us know so we can, so we can plan and then ask you all your opinion, because let's just say it was the finale. Yeah. We could ask the broads broads. Do you want us to no, if it's a finale i'm I just speaking out wait. i don't yeah i don't i don't care if what anyone else wants we're waiting like the next week so we can talk about it together okay i feel so seen and loved <laughs> because if i miss the finale uh my poor father if i'm in porta and i'm like just thinking about the finale and he's like please enjoy this meal and i'm just like <laughs> drifting off let it be play no it's fine also if it's Any the finale like whatever people are going to probably be talking about it for like the next two weeks and that's true and then we start right into bachelor in paradise instead, which is going to be I'll a whole get different to host drama. the show that week and we could talk about whatever i want to talk about <laughs> buckle up welcome broads. to my world welcome, bitches welcome, <laughs> welcome to hell <laughs> um, this is gonna take a really dark turn <laughs> no you know what no worries you've also i think taken one day off the podcast in the past three years I'm I'm looking forward to a trip, um, but wanted to give the broads a heads up as we get closer and closer. And yeah. also, yeah, like let 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 us know, let be know who could host with you. I mean, you I'm know, thinking about it, like you know, probably everyone would love for you to host with the bros. But if there is anyone that comes to mind, oh my god, I don't want to do that, especially if it's if especially bro- broads. I'm just saying it right now. <laughs> if we're okay, if it's like mental all, then I don't give a shit. But if we're doing like fantasy suites, I don't want to have to corral their asses into like get staying on topic because we're gonna true. have to cover certain points that's very true i think like gray is behind a couple episodes like it's I just gonna be is. yeah <laughs> you know why because love island started and so now we're distracted oh, by shit. that love island uk Priorities. which is better than any other reality tv show Priorities. um but 
should we uh yeah let's get into we it dive into this oh before actually we dive in i yeah. did want to say this officially we have the list of at least the initial people who will be on bachelor in paradise first couple weeks or something the first couple first weeks week or whatever um all those lists are out everywhere i'm excited by this list i think on maybe another episode closer to bip you and i will be breaking down specifically you know who's going to be on the beach and all that well we have a live show coming up actually the it's the weekend before paradise i think the potentially the day before potentially the day before and this is going to be a live virtual show and it won't just be like a normal podcast i think everyone's really going to love it yes but on that um we will be breaking down some of that initial cast and then also doing sort of a bracket if you will of all of our picks for some of the final couples to walk away on the beach so yes 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 and also guesses of who we think will be showing up etc skits and fun and more it's gonna be awesome so as soon as those tickets go on sale we will let you all know but just plan weekend before uh paradise yeah it's gonna be exciting but we'll go over we'll talk a little bit on the podcast at least the initial list of who's gonna be on but i did want to have one quick shout out that my king Kenny is going to be one of the first wow. people there. What Can you believe he's going to be out there with those with those stars on his hips? Those hip stars there. just pew pew pew, just just <laughs> trying to find his future misses, Mrs. Kenny. I'm here. Hello. <laughs> okay, like. Uh, never mind. I'm not gonna go there. I'm like, who? Who does Kenny think he's gonna walk away with on the beach? I sure don't know, but I have five good feelings for Kenny. Oh man, I think Kenny is gonna cause so much drama, and I'm so excited. He's gonna beef with the guys. Or something? I think he's gonna just. I think he's gonna like really be protective of his crew of guys that he was on Clarentatia season with. And I think he's going to beef with all the other guys. Wow. It's going to be like his crew against everybody else. And if one of those guys, God forbid, from like, for instance, um, Katie season, likes one of the girls that his friends likes, oh, ooh, wow. boy. Mm-mm. Or he might be off like day two. That's also a potential. <laughs> We're rooting for you, Kenny. No. I don't know why, but I am. <laughs> I have to say this episode was kind of maybe the most boring so far in my opinion. It was. You know what's so funny is that it was like there was all these big, you know, uh, drops about like, oh, it's going to be so exciting because there are five guys getting axed. Yeah. Um, but I completely agree with you. Like by a mile, my most favorite part was seeing two of my favorite drag queens i could not even believe like let me tell you not only are these two drag queens this is like if you watch if you watch uh rupaul's drag race these this is like drag royalty so it was like oh my god to see these two queens in the flesh but even with them i was so excited and the guys really did not they were like the library is officially open it is time to read each other it is time to throw shade and the guys no, were just that like that fell flat it was hard. like come on you guys do you remember on on Tate or on Claire season when they had the roast and it got pretty intense. And they were coming for each other. Yes. You know what? No, now they're all just fucking scared of Aaron and the mob who are going to strike. That's true. Like, That's so they're, true. Just like, <laughs> they're just quivering. It's we just are like, nothing but grateful <laughs> and, and and loving towards everyone in this home. We don't want James to pull us into a side room and give us a lecture. <laughs> give us a little threat. We're trying to avoid that at all costs. But for real, everyone was just so like, it was like, well, you know... 
like you so much, Katie. When Greg read the poem and Miss Shay Coulee was rolling her eyes back as far as she could in the back of her head and was just like, if that's how you make love, I don't want to know. I was alive. <laughs> I was alive. <laughs> I also didn't get it. I was like, why is he reading a poem? I know they were like, uh, this, this is not the this is not the place. Now, to give them the benefit of the doubt, I will say I was a little confused I was by confused the on format the prompt. of what was going on because at first it was like, okay, we're having a like they're a talking about or something. Throw like teaching the men how to throw shade at each other. And then they're like, we're gonna have a debate. And then and then Katie mentioned something about a roast. And then they were like, why would you be the best for Katie? And so I was like, okay, well, I don't understand exactly like what the guys are more supposed to say. More instruction was given. Yeah, we need a little more outline of like, are they supposed to be roasting each other? Because I get that you don't want to be the, then the first guy to come out and just be like, yeah, fuck all of you. And like just roasting. But like you could combine all of those and be like, the reason I'm the best for Katie, like because I don't have terrible morning breath like Matt, because I actually fold my clothes and keep them in the drawers like you're supposed to. Unlike blah, blah, blah. Very you could true. like go around and like give like really like, that's subtle jabs true. not like hard hitting shit on everyone and but just, you know what that takes that what? takes talent <laughs> what can i say my what, friend you know what, I'm what like, can i say like listen the problem is when you're trying to describe what they should do you're talking about your level of skill and so it's hard so for true. you to take to remove so yourself <laughs> but i was pretty surprised that out of like 10 of them no one really like came and executed the uh, the task the assignment they didn't follow the prompt no <laughs> No, but that when he read that poem and Miss Shay's react, I mean, uh, as if I could not love her more. Oh, I was like, I, I just were on the same page. Oh man. Um. Well, okay. We got to talk about first of all. I don't know why they always start out with like these chats with like the girls of like who Katie is into and who's not. It's like a recap for people who haven't watched the past few episodes. I'm like, I already know how you feel about everyone. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of the chats. Now I will say this. Oh, one thing. Yes. Officially announced. Uh, Taisha, or no, I shouldn't say it's official. It looks like Taisha oh, and yeah, Caitlin yeah. will be hosting Michelle season. Fun. I will tell you this. I have been in the past, specifically the past two episodes really really enjoying Tasha and Caitlin's involvement mm. Tasha with the whole Blake piece uh Caitlin this week with Jason and talking her kind of through the Connor like situation even the week before or two weeks before Caitlin talking with her about Blake similar to Nick actually having like real experience, experiences leads. but I feel the same way at the beginning the like basically like the coffee chat at the top I'm a little unnecessary. bit unnecessary like, let's just let's dive in let's see more drama people give me more of of the behind the scenes of the men that's exciting who's though Aaron upset at yeah. <laughs> tell us this week who's James coming for but I that's exciting that they're doing Michelle's I think it's I think they're fun I think like I'm, I, I wouldn't say I'm like blown out of the water, but like I'm I, I like it. I think it's fun having them host. I am pleasantly. I mean, I, I thought I would enjoy them. I'm really enjoying it. And I. Like you said, I think the very, very first episode when you didn't hear CH's voice intro, it was a little bit like, is this going to feel the same? Cut to cut to like the second episode. And I'm like, forgot about who that is. I think it's kind of nice with the girl. I don't know. It's. In a weird way, it like puts more attention sort of like on Katie and her experience. Yeah. It's, 
don't know. I like it. But anyway, don't now like I'm curious those if they're the going to use them for the men, for the bachelors, or if they're going to have like two ex-bachelors come on and host. I actually think that's really fun. Yeah, I think so too. I because they can put themselves in their shoes and you can have a conversation. Let's have Nick and Ben fight each other to the death at the beginning of the season to see who will host. Like gladiator style. I saw that we saw had seen the list of people who are going to be hosts on BIP. I know that Wells is like really gunning for a host is position. Ben there? Ben's not on. I think Ben has. I saw an article that Ben's been having like some a lot of struggles recently. Oh no! His mental so sorry, health. Ben. Yeah. Okay, well. Yeah, I think Hope he's see like, on that beach though. I think he's taken like a a pause. Oh. So sending love to sweet Ben. Um. But I saw on the list, so Wells is obviously, he's bartending on BIP mm -hmm. and he's going to be partially hosting and everyone was talking about saying he was really good. I saw the the most recent name on the list is Nick. So really Nick good. is hosting. I thought they were potentially going to use Nick as like a main host, no questions asked. Mm. So it might be Wells and Nick fighting. I think, uh -oh. um, I think I like the idea of the past bachelors for the bachelor for the bachelor seasons, though. I think that's fun. A nice little swap back and forth. But anywho. Okay, I gotta get into it. Whose idea was it to do the Whoa Whoa challenge? Because it didn't ever get brought back around. Like I Are we ever gonna have this? <laughs> talk about blue balls? I'm trying to figure out, like, I have blue balls watching, being like, how does this end? Are we gonna talk about <laughs> what this is again? The purpose of this? <laughs> I don't know. Are they going to wrap it? Like, are they going to talk about it next episode? Like, once it's a full week or what something? What is whoa, whoa again? Week, week off, off, whack off, I think. That's what I'm assuming. One week, that's the challenge? I think so. Okay, come on. If you can't do one week, Blake, I'm looking at you. You <laughs> need to, like, evaluate your life and calm the fuck down. I mean, Blake, when I when I say Blake gave us his daily step-by-step -step <laughs> schedule of his of his uh, jacking it, it was it was hour by hour. It was like, well, sometimes I wake up and you know how you get when you wake up and then I let that loose and then I, you know, I make a nice morning coffee. I go, I take a nice drive and then I think, should I do it again? And then I feed my dogs. And I, I mean, you were, it was literally like he had a schedule for the week and then the weekends. <laughs> I kind of feel about like talking about masturbation the way I do about like pooping or farting. It's like, yeah, it's normal. I think it's great. I don't like, I don't, actually, it's more fun. It's more fun to talk. I, don't, I hate talking about pooping or farting. The masturbation thing is kind of more fun, but I'm still like, why are we? Why? It feels. Wait, is this part of the sex positivity? Can we not? I see. See, it doesn't like doesn't bother me at all. I'm just. It to me, it just is like this is. It feels like I, this is now too hot to handle. Like the purpose of too hot to handle is like you can't touch each other or you can't touch yourself mm -hmm. without losing money. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, this feels like too hot to handle. Like we're having except like, no one's of, monitoring anything and it doesn't get brought back around in any kind of way. Yeah. Except there's no little cone saying like, you just lost $3,000. <laughs> there's nobody saying that. Also though, I saw people's reactions to it. Like people were so <laughs> I have to say I saw I know People I talked to some friends so about this upset about this this concept and it's like wow no class <laughs> da, 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 da. And I'm like I mean obviously I could I'm you know like great fun entertaining bring up more shit like this but I remember watching this show with my mom when I was young and my mom is very conservative and I can imagine last night when she watched she was like oh my god why did they have to take it there this why, franchise this has franchise. nothing 
this is the only this is my only qualms with it. I was texting some friends about it, and some of my friends had issues with it, and I heard them out on a couple things. And I, the one thing I will say is I don't like that it plays into this uh, trope of like male sexuality of like uncontrollable uh, sexual urges and desire. Sure, and also this sort of latent sexism in a way of like. The, imagine if it was on the girl season and the guy in like the lead male was like, we've asked that none of you touch yourselves for the next week in order to like, you know. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. weird. And so I kind of think like, let's let's maybe stop playing into this narrative because it also has this like, because we would never do that, then it sort of also in a way like maybe indirectly further stigmatizes like female pleasure and it's this thing that's like the guy thing yeah that's just i don't know so i kind of get that aspect of it i heard some of my friends who were saying that i was like that makes sense yeah no i get that like i said i was thinking about like too hot to handle where it's everyone sure so then it's like you know it's all all the same but this is a pretty hyper sexist franchise that does often play into these sexual stereotypes of maleness versus femaleness and And again, it was like, okay, so who, how are we, how are we uh, monitoring this? What is the end goal? There here? was, there was really no follow through. I'm like, is Katie insinuating that she is not masturbating throughout this experience? Can't imagine that's the case. When, what I was, what, what was making me laugh was when, not making me laugh, but like making, I guess, me feel a little uncomfortable. I get, I laugh when I get nervous, was after Katie talked to Caitlin and Tasha about it that then Caitlin was like all right I have to go tell the men the situation was just and the guys are literally like what are you talking about yeah it was like it it's just like when you like, have to explain a joke and then it's not yeah, funny you're anymore like, uh, okay well they sent me in here by myself to announce this to you <laughs> like I just felt bad I was like like why did she have to go by herself like yeah, why, why couldn't they all have gone in together and be like send Caitlin in alone and do to like be one like, line and be like you know the whack off like yeah. whatever make it kind of like then a whole that would make it feel at least that would have made it feel to me a little bit less like you hear like a penny drop in the background like okay well Caitlin had to go and announce this all by herself I don't know or if you're in the UK week off wank off oh maybe yeah 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 <laughs> that was the worst maybe that's ever. what it was maybe that's what it was mm. all right before we get more into yeah. this episode we do need to take a quick little pause here um so broads I'm of the firm belief that you should decorate Uh, and outfit your home so it is your favorite place to be. I couldn't have done it, though. I really couldn't have. I've been trying to do this in my home. Couldn't have done it without the help of Article, the home decor website that makes it unbelievably easy to create the living space of your dreams. Okay, and you guys, their newest outdoor collection, Desert (sighs) Modern. Oh, Hands down, one of my favorites. So it's good. a perfect mix of cool California desert with some industrial touches thrown in. I could see these p- pieces working in so many ways in my house and in quite a variety of backyards. And thanks to Article Shopping for Furniture, no longer needs to be a dreaded experience because Article combines the curation of a boutique furniture store with the comfort and simplicity of shopping online, giving you plenty of variety, but not too much variety that it's overwhelming. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And by the way, you all know how I feel about that desert modern. You know, I'm outfitting Mm. my house with that. Mm. Um, And that's because uh, what Becca was saying is because the team of designers at Article focus on a few simple aesthetics like mid-century, industrial and Scandinavian. They're all about the quality of options versus the number of options, which makes looking through their pieces fun instead of a 
dreaded black hole. Honestly, like if you're someone like me who doesn't have the interior designing eye, Article makes it so easy to make everything in your house work and look good. And the best part, the prices. No showrooms or salespeople means no retail markups, which means you'll save up to 30% over traditional retail prices. Article's offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Go to article.com slash chatty and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash chatty to get $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Brad, so being an adult is hard work, like just straight up having to look out for yourself and take care of yourself 100% of the time isn't an easy job for anyone and then add in other stresses like work or taking care of kids. It's no surprise that people get stressed, myself included, trying to do it all because guess what? You can't. Take some advice from me and seek out life's little shortcuts. It makes a difference. My favorite life hack recently is to use HelloFresh for a little bit of help in the kitchen. Oh man, HelloFresh has been saving me lately. It makes eating healthy so much simpler, whether it's just for you or for your entire family. You can get home-cooked, fresh dinners on the table in a as it's a freaking breeze. Each week, HelloFresh will deliver pre-portioned, partially prepared ingredients with easy-to-follow recipes right to your door. So when it's time to eat, all you need to do is follow the instructions and you can have a fresh meal on the table in 30 minutes or less. 30 minutes, you guys, it's less time than it takes me to find a recipe online, let alone go grocery shopping for the ingredients, which is usually what stops me. (laughs) Very true. HelloFresh has been amazing for me because it lets me experiment with new recipes that I probably never would have tried on my own. Uh, This week, we had the Sweet Heat Shrimp Tempura which were a huge hit with my husband. Um, I also love that uh, because the, sh- the chopping and portioning are done ahead of time, my daughter can help out as much as she wants without me having to worry about her hurting herself or accidentally dumping an entire jar of spice into the dish. And yes, I am speaking from experience here. Uh, HelloFresh takes all the stress out of making meals and makes it fun. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 14Chatty and use code 14Chatty for up to 14 free meals plus free shipping. Again, that's HelloFresh.com slash 14Chatty. Use code 14Chatty for up to 14 free meals plus free shipping. Woohoo! Um... So, okay, so they have the the woe uh date explain or um whatever explained, challenge explained, no follow through. I will say props to Connor B who has potentially the most jerking it puns I've ever heard. Like he went for about 17 lines and one of them, my most favorite slash most confused, was he called it no more how do you like them apples? <laughs> I don't even know how to Cute. You know what, I, guys? I'm going to say it. I'm glad Connor B is gone. I was getting so sick of him this episode. Really? Yes. When they call, when they read his one-on-one card date, and he had his whole little like monologue, and oh. see my heart. I, I, caught. Listen, Connor B is not for me to date, but Connor B, especially the way he handled how she ended it, I was so impressed. Yeah, he's a sweet guy. He's just so damn annoying. It, it, he can go in and out for me. <laughs> he can go in and out for I liked me. him up until like the past couple episodes. I'm just like, I'm just like, all right, time. guy. Also, I think, I think a lot of that feeling, at least I'll say for me, is when you know for in this case, the lead has such a big the ick mm. factor that you're like, it just is time. Mm. You feel, I feel mm. it through the screen and I put it on myself and I then start to feel it because I'm like, oh, this episode, her date with Connor, the level of ick that she was oh. feeling during the date portion was so, so big. 
and I felt for him. I couldn't believe he wasn't picking up on it, to be honest. Um, but I was like, Katie, just mm-hmm. cut it, cut it mid date because it's so clear that you just don't want him here anymore. Mm-hmm. Like you like him, but you just like you are dreading kissing him. <sighs> it's just a little thing before their date where he was like, she wants to spend more time with me. I was just like, <laughs> stop it. You're trying. You're this is like actor vibes. You, to me. you know, anytime someone anytime there's a date that has any sort of that 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 pre monologue yeah. that's like and we're going to be so happy together that's when <laughs> they always get hacks. cut during the day always when it's like did I call that he's going to get sent home on a one on one by the way yes you 100% did I also called that Justin was getting a one on one this episode so she is a priestess I am goddess. a master of the of the uh the algorithm now or the master of the uh it's not much of a prophecy. It's just you watch too much of the damn show. Well, you know, still give yourself some credit. Uh, thank you. Queen. Thank you. Credit where credit's due. Um, so I say we save talking about like, because throughout this episode, there's like right in the beginning part, it's Hunter talking with Greg and then there's guys talking about Greg. Let's like lump that all into one okay, conversation okay. and consolidate that. So should we talk about Justin's one-on-one Yes. Date? And okay. with Justin, so this past week, actually, there were some... Some pretty problematic tweets that surfaced surfaced with him where he was using slurs relating to particularly the LGBTQ community. And he also just made some like just kind of sexist, gross stuff. Um, But he already went and addressed it head on on Bachelor Happy Hour podcast, actually. Yeah. So, yeah, like Becca said, uh, these tweets came out um, a couple days ago and, you know, I've just been kind of waiting to see if he's going to address it and say something. And so um, I'll just say this. If you have not listened to the Bachelor Happy Hour episode, yes, I would or uh, yet I would highly encourage you to do so because Justin, he... You were mentioning before, Becca, how she, you saw kind of like little lines from the... Oh, uh, yeah. Like from, when I Googled it, there yeah. was like some little PR statement things. But he really actually gets yeah. into everything. And there's a really great, pretty decent sized conversation on Bachelor Happy Hour. Yeah, he really... He talks about... Um, he addresses it. He apologizes. He talks about kind of some of his past. He talks about what's currently happening now. Um, they actually have a really good conversation too about uh, microaggressions and um, yeah, I would highly recommend listening to that. Um, you know, again, Beck and I kind of talked off mic a little bit. It's one of those situations where yes, the tweets were not good and I know some people moving forward. Um, if you were hurt by that, I obviously want to take time to have the space to acknowledge people's hurt and if moving forward it's like hey listen like after hearing that like this is how I feel moving forward with Justin want to acknowledge and make space for people um in that way but also uh would highly recommend listening to this episode um you know the tweets were like from 10 12 years ago he makes sure that makes sure that he doesn't write it off because they were old and really does um talk about what changes he's made and all that. So yeah, yeah, and I think context is really important. So I didn't realize when I read these tweets at first, and then when he was talking about it, I was like, oh, he was like 13, 14. And to yeah. me, I was like, okay. So then for me, what matters here is how he acknowledges it and talks about it. And I thought that it was a really great conversation. Yeah. So I was like, okay, like I I really appreciate the way he handled it. And yeah. Yeah. So Again, if you haven't That's checked that. that out, want to uh, 
you should do so. Okay, they are really getting desperate with this Franco dude. (laughs) (laughs) We need more Franco! (laughs) Franco! Now he gave some fire... Girl. Some fire advice. It's like the last... Like I was saying last episode with Katie when all of a sudden she was like, ooh, Greg. And he's like, do you think he likes you? And he like just... And she's like, well, I hope so. He's here. And I'm like... Franco is coming in and Franco is really telling the truth out here. And I think Franco talk about someone fighting Nick Vial for the job. I think Franco wants this position. And I have to wonder, like, is Franco like an extra cameraman or something that's putting on a shtick? Why is he always here? Like (laughs) Franco's been part of this franchise for so long too. They have like old clips of him. Like he's been doing the photography for a long time with the bachelor, like doing all these like fashion photography dates. Wow. So he's been around. And I think during quarantine people, it was really his time to shine. People people really just, they fancied him, you know, he showed up on screen and people were tickled by Franco. And so then they had him like come back and then come back again and now they're having him. He's double dipping. He's doing two episodes in a row. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I'm like, they're really getting desperate for hosts here. Because Franco is like, you know what? If you want, I can host. He's like, I'm going to stay. Ladies, move out of the way. <laughs> I got Franco this. Franco is here. <laughs> I got this. But not only, mm. not only that, not only uh, is Franco back, Franco is pretty much doing the exact same date that he did with Taisha and yes. Zach. Yes, definitely. And, the and wedding dress scene They thing. just kind of upped it a little bit because not only now are they making, like how they made Taisha and Zach get into full bridal gear. Now they're making them actually get married. Now they're making them <laughs> literally get married. Becca, they made them get married. She walked down the aisle. He was in a tux. She was in a dress. They had to write personal vows to each other. These people, they, they don't know each other at all, by They've the way. They had maybe what, 20 minutes of alone conversation (laughs) together and they're writing vows, walking down the aisle, writing vows. If I was either Justin or Katie, I would say that I'd be borderline angry because I'm like, hey, this is kind of one of those things, one of these moments that in my life I think about maybe having one day with my actual Mm -hmm. fiance. And now you're, you're not just having me dress in a wedding dress and a tux. I'm having to write vows and walk down the aisle. And there's also a decorated, you know, fucking trellis. Like, this is a wedding. I felt like Justin was trying so hard, bless his soul, to play the part of the uh, the, the the husband groom. Justin was trying so hard. He was trying so hard to cry and when he, he wa- saw her walking up. And honestly, I really need to give, I have to acknowledge the fact that he really, I feel like he handled the date very well. I feel like if I would have been in Justin's shoes, I would have been panicking a bit. Like, this yeah. is really extreme. And what the hell did I sign up for? And I feel like he stayed very calm the whole time. Um, even when Franco, favorite moment of the date is when Franco pulled Justin aside and was like, let's talk. And like poured him <laughs> a glass of champagne. And he literally was like, what needs to come out of your mouth has to be marvelous it has to be iconic no pressure it has to be legendary i mean he literally said it has to be iconic (laughs) (laughs) and so justin was like i'm gonna write down a couple sentences and then franco was like the words that spill out of your mouth 
will flow over her like a river. Your future wife, what type of river do you want flowing over her? And all of a sudden, Justin's like, oh my God, this is really serious. <laughs> it was so intense. And you know what? They did a good job. They did they a really, really did. good job with their vow. I thought it was sweet. They really did. It was actually very... I thought it was. this was going to be ridiculous. And I was like, it was super sweet. She even got in some paint puns. Yeah. She managed to, to throw him a couple paint like Some puns. of the few things she actually knows about him, she could incorporate into the vows. She did. She did. She did a good job. Yeah, I thought it was very nice. Um, Justin, you know, I'm not sure. I like him. I don't like him. I think he's a nice guy. I just... He's a little too, like, actory for me. And, and to be completely honest, I have a really hard time buying that Katie is his type and he's really that into her. I can I follow this narrative with you. I I'm very like 50/50 with him right yeah. now. Um I like him. I like him in his energy as a person. I don't know if I like him for Katie. No, and that's the thing. That's where the, my my other 50 goes. It's like, all right, you're just like quit uh, just you're not going to convince me that you're really into this girl. Yeah, I just don't. I don't. And I don't get, you know, the thing from Justin that I don't get. So I don't feel like the frustration. I don't feel like he's faking it. I don't get that energy from him. I almost just kind of get like. I think he's forcing it. I get like, um, you know, when there are people who everyone falls in love with. Justin gives me that vibe that right, right that the beautiful babe, right? Mm -hmm. Everyone is in love with Justin. So part of me just feels like Justin's used to everyone being in love with him. And this is just another person who is in love with him. And this is just how he interacts with people who are in love with him. Like, I, think, I see you. I appreciate you. But you're kind of like, I don't really feel like we're getting to know him. I think at he's, all. I, th I think by nature, he has to be like faking or forcing it a little bit because, you know, he's like, trying to stay on the show and i don't fault him for that as like a bad guy i get that but i do think it's a little forced fakey i'm like you're you're literally i don't think you're into this chick yeah period yeah you know i actually could strangely see him with kit fascinating yes yes or yeah. also maybe brie Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Brie is now in a relationship that's Instagram a fish. Oh, yeah. with who? Um, Some I don't rando. know who he is. Yeah. Okay, never mind on that one though. Anyway, I'm just like I Justin Justin, dude, you're like I'm sorry, you're not into Katie. Yeah, I Stop. don't think so. Just go home. <laughs> I don't think so either. I I but like I said, for some like with some people, it bothers me. And with him, it doesn't bother me. And I think maybe maybe it is because, like I said, like the energy that I'm talking about, it's like the beautiful babe. Like, hey, so appreciate you. I don't feel like right now he's doing this like I'm so into you. Like, I don't think feel like he's no, no, no. he's I don't feel like he's, he's not like laying faking it. it. Yeah. I feel like he's like, uh, I don't know how I feel. I'm along for the ride. It's quarantine. It's totally. the show. I'm doing it. Totally. Like, I, so I don't, I, I'm kind of like whatever about it. It doesn't bother me. Well, based on my prophecy of him being in the final four, I do think it's kind of like, I don't know. I, I don't think he's being, it's like this. I don't think he's being intentionally deceitful, but I don't think he's being fully honest. Because if he was fully honest, he'd be like, I don't want to waste your time. True. 
So I don't think it's like a, I don't think it's like a big thing. Don't think he's a bad guy, but I am just kind of like, all right, you're you're killing time, my man. We'll see with Justin. Now I will say, uh, wait, yeah, yeah, go ahead. No, I was just going to talk about the, uh, the night portion, which I was going to say was, was very fascinating to me about Justin though, is he says almost nothing on this date and Katie, maybe she's the, I don't, it was, it was very interesting to me because you know how sometimes like if the other person's not talking as much, you start to like fill in the time and just keep talking. Yeah. But it, but it also didn't sort of feel like that. It was almost like she had this intention of talking to Justin and like laying it all out there. Cause she did not hold back at all. There were no pauses. She was literally like, look, let's talk about it. And my dad died. And when my dad died, I found out that he wasn't my real dad. And then what I found out was the, but and it was actually sort of crazy to me how she, it almost seemed like she had the intention of like, of laying this all out for Justin and I couldn't really figure out why. Yeah, I'm wondering if Justin is one of those people, you know those people in life that you meet where even though they're like, they can be quieter, but there's something about them that you just feel, you feel safe with. Mm. Like, Justin kind of gives me that vibe a little bit like where he's they've been the two of them have kind of always had like playful banter together and he seems like one of those people who like sits in in awkward silences and will just kind of look at you you know what I mean so I'm wondering if like there's this level of maybe safety there with him so it's either that it's either safety and comfort or intensity of this quiet person where you are like or he's just where you're like, I need to try to connect with this person, so I am right. going to... Exactly. I have to fill the space here because he's looking at me with those beautiful eyes and it's dead silent and he somehow he's so hot and comfortable with this and I'm uncomfortable and I need to now tell you more about me. Or you're hoping too, like maybe he will reveal some vulnerability yes. about himself if I right. just lay it all out there. Or there's the safety there. Or there's the or safety. both, honestly. Yeah. It could be like, I'm trying to fill a space and trying to get something out of you. And you're not the kind of guy who's going to weaponize any of this against me. So yeah. what the fuck? Might as well say it all. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, I, but I have to say, I don't get the sense that Katie is like, we don't see the same vibe as her with, say, Blake. No. Where it's like, I... Or Greg. Like, there's... Right. I don't feel... I don't feel like Katie... The same level of like... I think Katie probably is thinks Justin's gorgeous. Yeah. And he has like that very, he has that like very, I mean, it sounds corny, but like that cool factor. Like he is so like, he's low key. He, he like, you know, he will just stare at you and like quietly and you're like, oh God. And he's just so attractive and like he's. So yeah. maybe that rote matter of factness is actually her nerves. Maybe. Because I haven't really seen her talk like that with anyone before. I don't know. It just really struck me as very like, like she was like, she was just like making her way through all these different points. And I was kind of like, I know I'll do that when I'm very nervous. If I'm like on like a date or I'm meeting somebody and I sit down and I think they're really hot. I'm like, so let me tell you my life story. Like, and I have, I just spill it. And also when you're not getting anything from that person's face too, then you're like, Trying like, to like explain it more and then go to the like, next thing. Do you want more of this? Do I dial back? Do I tell you another story? Do I yeah. reveal more truths about myself? Fuck it. Let's just tell it all. <laughs> I'm going to tell you everything you never wanted to hear about me. Nice to meet you. But that was wild, by the way. She drops that. Okay. Whoa. Whoa. She tells him about her dad passing. 
but then says that she finds out her dad wasn't her biological dad after he died right yes and then that her mom kept it a secret and didn't tell her until after her i guess adopted father passed away and then her bio and then does did he know I don't know. And then you find out that though her biological dad now wants to have a relationship with her. Oh my God. So I'm like, and then she's dealing with that. Like, like, you know, I want to be accepting, but then when I'm, when I see him, all I do is think about my, her dad, like, you know? Yeah. But man, Katie, I mean, (sighs) the fact like that was so intense. Yeah, and Justin was kind of like, wow, I'm so, <laughs> I'm so sorry to hear that you've gone through this. He, <laughs> he was like, what to say. whoa, God I mean, I wouldn't him. know what to say. I, oh, you're no, like, that situation is so intense. You're just like, Katie, like, I would like, if I was her friend sitting across from her, like, I would I hold, you're like, I would hold her hands and I'd be like, and... I don't even know, like, I have no words and I like, if you want to keep talking, if like you want to keep talking about it and like tell me more, like I'd love to hear more about it. But if not, like I appreciate you sharing that with me. And like, geez, I I wouldn't know what to say. I feel like Justin, even though he was, you know, like, rat, like clearly rattled by it. I felt like the way that he followed up was really good. I I feel like he was just wanting to let her know that like, he wants to support her. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, that was so that was intense. And so then after having this intense moment, of course, br- bring in a musical artist to wrap it up. Now, this guy, Max, is huge. So this is actually a really big artist. And his, his story is actually kind of funny because he like asked to be on the show because he's a big artist. He asked to be on the show because during uh, the pandemic, I think his wife had just given birth um, to their first kiddo. And so they were like home, obviously pandemic, they're home. They're kind of just sitting around with their kid. And he had never watched the show before. And they binged like all 20 something seasons. And he's like, I'm a super fan now. Get me on the show. (laughs) So that's why he went on the show, which is really fun. And so now he was like, he just wanted to like go on the show to like be on the show. I love that. Um, What a fun fact. Yeah. I will say though, you know, if, if I, my prediction is correct and Justin makes it to hometowns, then I am super interested to find out about his family and we'll know more about him then. Cause I feel like I just, yeah, I just, I just feel like I have no clue who I he is. I know. I'd like to get to know Justin more, like, especially because like what he does I, is interesting. I want to know, like, is this what you do? F- are you an right. artist full time? And what does that mean? Like, do you what sell your like? paintings or do you do murals? Like, you know, do you do like bedroom Noah's Ark paintings for people? <laughs> or yeah. do you, are you like, what are it, you in galleries? Like, what do you like? I, I want to know it very true that's a no that's a work for another time um okay but but, an, but okay it wasn't awkward no it wasn't awkward. No, no, no. the dancing no i i don't see it wasn't the same as when her and blake were dancing, i don't but. see justin like you were saying it's a cool factor thing justin isn't an awkward person no he's not he's very self-assured mm-hmm. and i like that about him he's very confident so just justin doesn't have awkward moments he makes other people feel awkward (laughs) (laughs) that's true that's very true and he did i will say when when they started to uh midway through or watching and he started doing the neck kissing 
I did feel all the chills go up and down my body because Lord knows mama likes the neck kiss does oh, me yeah. in. Oh, oh, yeah. Me too. Oh, my gosh. If you're standing behind me and you it. start doing the neck kiss, it's over. It's game, like officially game mm-hmm, over. For sure. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Oh, wowzers. Okay. A little ear <laughs> nibble in there. So next we have the uh, the group date. Yeah. And like, yeah, you know, like you said, it was like, guys, the potential was the there. The potential was so huge. And not only was the potential huge, huge, Shea Coulee and Monet Exchange showed up. And when they started to read them, I was dying. I'm like, this is going to be so much fun. Shea Coulee right away, like throw something at Hunter where she's like, you have to be this tall to ride this ride. <laughs> if only we had known in advance, we could have tried to get them on like for oh, this week or something and oh been like, tell, tell us, uh, we want to hear. I know. Maybe they'll come on even though too famous they're so famous please come on the show I mean, i'm a huge fan um but no one's too what do you mean no one's too famous for our podcast <laughs> no one is you too but famous must ask. please i mean i will definitely slide into some dms you know what would be so fun um i will be if they were to come on if either one of them were to come on the show you will see me be kind of like a bumbling mess like starstruck well we should have we should try to have like a famous or semi-famous drag queen come on to do um a cast list with us sometime that would be incredible that would be fun right <sighs> that'd be good um anyway but no they were there was so much potential because here you have two drag queens who like what they do one of the one of like their you know they have a million skills but you know reading people doing that whole yeah. thing and i'm like this could be so so good and if the guys would have started to really come for each other. Yeah. You know Monet and Shay's comebacks interacting. It would have been hot fire. And they gave them nothing. Like, the men gave them nothing. Okay, the only thing that happened was Johnny Bravo wore the hair guy or whoever the hell that Brendan. is. Yeah, Brendan. Can't, can't remember. Johnny Bravo. Is like... All of a sudden, like, I got to say it like Hunter. And I was like, oh, no, here we go. Well, okay, so before, after they got introduced to the drag queen, which, by the way, I was really, I was crossing my fingers. I'm like, if one of these men recognizes Shay or Monet, immediately I want them to win. Yeah. Michael A. was my most favorite. Yeah. His response was that he was like, two beautiful. Michael A. just is my favorite. Two beautiful drag queens. He's like, if it's a drag day, I'm going all the way. I'm going all in. Like, I'm looking forward to that. Like, okay, I want to see Michael's alter, drag alter ego. I know. Ego. I think he thought that they yes. were going to do a full, like, drag like makeover on him and i was like oh my god yes and michael a was like alive and living for it and i was so excited i love that too and i have to say like i just think all around like michael is such a catch he's down he's got that low-key sex sexy vibe sexy energy yeah he's got the sad ass story yeah with the dead wife he's got the kid he's got the i think i think we said it before i think michael's gonna make some woman very very happy we love him so, anywho, so then, so then the queens are are sitting alone with the guys, and then we have a moment where Shea Coulee is speaking to Hunter, and he knows he's going to get roasted, and then he says, and maybe I'm wrong, maybe I heard this wrong, but I believe he said that he's not in love. He said, "I'm not in love with her yet." 
I don't think he said that specifically. I could be wrong, but I think he's like, oh, I don't know. Like, I think it was sort of roundabout. I like, think Shay asked, are you in love with her? And then he said, I think something like he's not in love with her yet, but he hasn't had enough time to explore. Because later in the debate, he used the term falling, but he didn't say I'm in love with her. See, I thought, and I could be remembering this wrong. I thought he was just sort of like, oh, I don't know. Like, I don't know about that yet. Like, I don't know if I'm I'm there in that place yet. Yeah, I felt like the way that he responded to it to Shay, I felt like it was it was perfect because it was, I felt like it was a very like direct, honest mm-hmm. answer. It's like, I'm not going to tell you I'm in love with this person. I haven't had enough time to explore it yet, yeah. but I, but I really like her a lot. Yeah. Um, I'm mentioning that then because in the, the conversation later, Trey, I think like it was again, I think another, it was another situation. Basically what happened last week where I get both sides of it, where it's yeah. like, I get that Trey heard something and then he hears Hunter seemingly say something different and he's like, hold on a second. Are you not being honest now? And are you faking it? And then on the other flip side, I hear what Hunter was saying, being like, no, I'm not in love with this person. But then when he's talking, but he's, you know, just kind of going, I don't know. I and don't know. And also, of course, it's like when you're put on the spot in front of everyone and ask, are you in love with her? Yeah. Like your brain, especially like just what we know of Hunter. I don't know. I feel like he's not... And this is no shade, but I don't feel like he's like super, super like quick. Yeah. So like some people just are like aren't as quick with like the comebacks and like what to say in the moment. I feel like when you get put on the spot like that, a lot of people are like, oh, my God, like if I just say no, like that's not exactly true. And I don't want her to think I don't care about her. And but am I do I like love her? No, I'm not there. So she's like, yes, I'm falling in love with you. It's yeah. like you do what you can in that. Yeah. Moment. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I think what, is he just going to be like, no, I do not think that there is any part of Hunter who is intentionally deceitful. No, I really do not. Now, we end up l- let's let's maybe now talk about the uh, the initial <sighs> discussion. Okay. OK, so this is my question, by the way, because I this is my question, by the way. Yes. Was this a conversation? Okay, 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 okay. What we're going back to is early in the episode where Hunter is talking with Greg and says something like, between me and you, like, I think we're both in the top four, which Greg and I were, like, dying, crying, laughing. I don't know why. Like, not that she's not into him, but I was just like, oh, my, like, oh, my guy. And he said, no, he goes, it's going to be me, you, and Connor B. And I was like, wrong on two accounts. <laughs> Yikes. But, okay, this was my question then. I'm like... Was Hunter saying this around the house? Or did a little birdie get in everyone else's ear about said conversation? Becca, I would like to plea my case. (laughs) Here, here. Let's (laughs) listen to you. Take the stage, my queen. So, in previous episodes, we have discussed this. In fact, we discussed this specifically with Thomas. How... Greg is always there and dropping in maybe a little hint or two to the men. But the second Katie comes in or the actual person, it's like a matrix. Like, yep. But when he's talking to his friends, all of a sudden he drops little hints. And even in the Thomas episode, he used a couple phrases that then the guys locked onto and were using now. In his conversation <laughs> with Hunter, he 
Hunter's having like, this back and forth moment with him, and <laughs> Hunter's just like, "Man, well, listen, I thought you were going to get the second one-on-one date, which never happens." And Greg's like, "Oh, I wouldn't know. I don't watch the show. That happens sometimes, right?" And Hunter's like, "Yeah, sometimes it happens." And let me tell you all about the ins and outs of the show. Obviously, Hunter's a super fan. He knows all the lingo. He knows all the here for the right reasons. He knows all that stuff, right? So he's Hunter's having his moment where he feels special being like, hey, I know all. He probably this whole time has been the guy that all of a sudden when producers are like, okay, everybody stay inside, that they go, Hunter, what do you think's going on? And he's like, well, sometimes in the season, they might be bringing in somebody. Like, he knows that's his yes. role in the house. And who, the, like, I was doing that on, on our season. Sure. Me and all the girls today, they're like, well, like, do you think we're going to have a two-on-one this week? Like, or maybe, I guess usually it's like in week five or six. So, like, do you think, I bet they're going to, like, probably keep blah, blah, blah on to, like, to be on the two-on-one. Cause, I mean, come of on. Of course. So, Hunter probably knows more than the all the other guys. Gentleman. Right? So, then he probably has that information. And now he's giving Greg this moment where he's like, I think she already has her top four and we're in it. Then in his ITMs, we hear Greg say hmm, that Hunter seems a little calculated, that he's a super fan of the show. But then Greg says, I'm not looking for any drama. Now, later in the episode, we hear Mob Boss, Aaron, all the other guys talk about how and use the exact phrase calculated and super fan of the show. But then Greg again says, I'm here for Katie, though. I'm not looking to get into the drama. So I don't think Hunter is going and telling the other guys in the house that he thinks he's part of the top four. No, Hunter is having a chat. So of course, Greg has told James, mob boss, is using these phrases. And Greg's the one sprinkling in calculated, super fan of the show this whole time. James. He is using the men for his dirty work. James and Aaron are like the king and queen. like the, and, and Greg is the firm. A thousand percent. <laughs> this like this dark one thousand figure in the corner. Talk about calculated, like yes. you said, sprinkling in and just being like, he's well, the, yes, you know. he is the voice in in the ear, like you know the 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 in all the movies where it's just like the Jafar character just kind With of his being mass like, voice being like, and when you do see it, <laughs> make sure you finish him coming through the screen. <laughs> Listen. And then it turns out to be like this small man on a computer, you know? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Very Wizard of Oz-esque moment. But this whole time, every guy that's been removed from the house where there's a union that has started, Greg has always agreed and has always been dropping these things, but will not say anything to Katie and will not be one to speak up ever. But the fact that the exact verbiage that he uses you are was de- what the men used detective. later because they kept saying calculated super fan of the show. And those were the two things that Greg said. And Greg was obviously the one who told them. So you can, you, of course, of course, he's stirring the pot behind the scenes. Of course he is. But he's just not going to be the one because he's smart. Because he's calculated. Because he's calculated. He knows that Katie's not going to be into... The person no, who's... you know what he's doing? Oh, it's so genius. He's <laughs> cutting the legs out from everyone. He's like taking the Achilles tendon, like yes. hostile style. Yes. Going, 
behind these men. Yes. But in the process, incriminating all the men who are doing the dirty work because time is going to expire for their those fools where, you know, a few weeks in, it's like, oh, do I want to be with these guys who are just constantly like breathing down other dudes' necks? No. So in that process, he indirectly has eliminated like eight, seven or eight yes. dudes from the yes. competition and on let his me, own. And let me go back to a moment and then we have to read some ads, but let me go back to this moment. We remember the moment where Katie pulled aside Aaron about the Carl uh-huh. situation and said, what's going on? Uh-huh. And Aaron said, I can tell you all the guys in the house, they're great guys. I don't know what he's talking about. I'm a good guy. All the other guys in the house are a good guy. And then she and then Greg came to see her and Greg literally said, like, I don't know. You know, uh, I can only really speak for myself. Wow. So you- Aaron, though, Aaron is the drama starter and picking out certain guys, he still is trying to protect who he believes are there for the right reasons. Greg, on the other hand, Greg's worrying about Greg, which, hey, strategy of the game, but something to uh, to make note of, my friends. Something to make note of. Something to note. <laughs> Interesting. Well, now let's talk about some of our favorite sponsors. Something else to note, Broads. Uh, So, my daughter Ember, like a lot of kiddos her age, has endless curiosity. And I do mean do mean endless. Something I really struggle with is making sure I am constantly feeding that curiosity and challenging her brain with activities and games while also building her confidence. Uh, It's a lot to manage. And while we're on the subject, if you play a hand in fostering any young learners' uh, minds, bless you. I know I'm not the only person that struggles with finding ways to keep fun and learning going. So if you can relate, let me introduce you to my secret weapon, KiwiCo. KiwiCo is the best, you guys. We love them. Every single month, KiwiCo will send your little learner a new crate that's filled with steam. That's science, technology, engineering, art, and math that is focused on teaching one specific topic or concept to your child, especially now that school's out for the summer. KiwiCo is the perfect teaching partner to make sure kids stay engaged, learning, and most importantly, they're having fun outside the classroom. If you follow me on Instagram, then you know how obsessed Ember is with her KiwiCo crates. Like Christmas morning, I swear to God, she tears through her box so fast. And honestly, I just let her. All of the supplies you need are inside the box so she can really go to town and letting her take the lead builds uh, up her confidence. I can see it on her face when she can completes one of the projects. Every month is something new, but I can honestly say she has loved each and every crate equally. With KiwiCo, there's something for every kid or kid at heart every month. Get your first month free on select crates at kiwico.com slash chatty. That's K-I-W-I-C-O.com slash chatty. Summer is here, like here, right now we are in it. (laughs) If you need proof, just consider the fact that a good portion of the country is seeing temperatures in the triple digits right now. Okay, that's a little too hot for me if I'm being perfectly honest. But thankfully, I recently got my... Fab Fit Fun Summer Box in the mail, which has perfectly prepared me to have the greatest summer even despite the fact that I'm moments away from melting. FabFitFun Summer Box really does have everything you need to beat the heat. If you're not a FabFitFun member, consider this your sign because now, for the first time ever, FabFitFun is 100% customizable. Yep, that's right. If you sign up to become a FabFitFun fun member you get to pick each and every goodie in your seasonal box and trust me that's going to be a hard decision because there are so many amazing products to choose from seriously it took me hours to decide which items i wanted in my summer box but i finally decided and let me tell you broads 
Mwah, perfection. So many good things. I personally am dying over my new uh, Corksicle 12 ounce wine tumbler with a silicone straw because who doesn't love that little wine walk in the summer? Uh, it's the perfect Saturday evening activity, if you ask me. Order your summer box today. Sign up now so you can snag amazing products like the Corksicle wine tumbler or the Society 6 outdoor blanket for those warm days at the beach when you customize. And right, by the way, these are all full-size products, too, that you're customizing with. So uh, when you visit www.fabfitfun.com, you can receive 50% off your first box. Just use coupon code CHATTY. Again, that's coupon code CHATTY. You're going to get 50% off your first box at www.fabfitfun.com. Okay, so going back then to the debate portion, that's when all of a sudden we see everything crumbling. Yeah. Um, like you said, Brendan just comes out of the works and just starts kind of coming for it. Aaron uh, calls Hunter a leprechaun. Um, James then says the he's calculated. He's a super fan of the show. Um, mm-hmm. I was picturing Hunter on like some like every rose has its forum like uh-huh. <laughs> something you know and well i'm like oh is he a redditor like probably that, that's probably he what probably it is, is which, which it's like hey i mean whatever like it is what it is like yeah. you go on the show and you know what you're doing yeah. and that doesn't just because you're a fan of the show i don't think discredits the like the fact that you might fall in love sure. or like again <sighs> The whole thing, it's the whole Thomas situation all over again. It's like every person who's on the show has had the thought that maybe this will help grow their fame, bring opportunities, send them either to Bachelor in Paradise or make them the Bachelor. Like everyone's had that moment, whether you are a super fan of the show or you've never watched the Mm -hmm. show before. Like I don't buy it. No. You know, I think maybe there's one every hundred guys who literally just randomly stumbles on the show and is like, I don't really know anything about this. Now, what I wanted to talk about um <laughs> before is before this group date i just did want to talk about the guys talking about hunter with the top four thing because mom boss was just leading the charge and then later like after that group date it was just like the dark lord's assembly they were oh like oh my god Come, yes let us talk about how we might get this this uh <laughs> this scum out this guy sc- yeah, yeah wow well, we went clean this scum off the bottom of our shoes i know and then they're like hunter out and greg was never there but it started with greg it started because with hunter greg. and greg had the conversation and you know he is wily like that where you could just slip it into a conversation and be like yeah dude no i know i mean and well, honest dudes, to God, some of the dudes are definitely you not know, here for the right reasons. I mean, like Hunter just today was talking about how he, he he thinks he's in the top four. He said that like he's convinced, and you know, probably the, and the like, producers what? aren't letting us see this for one of two reasons. Either one, they're going to throw try to throw everyone for a loop for a Greg villain edit, or towards the end and break Katie's heart, or. They're setting Greg up to be the next Bachelor. No, I think he's... I honestly think he's wily enough where even if we saw the conversations, I don't think it would be directly incriminating. I think it's probably a little... Like I said, a little thing in here, a little thing in there. They're making smoothies. He's like, yeah, dude, I mean you know, Hunter this, making, you know, chatting while working out with this other guy. Then it's like, oh, the top four, you know, packing uh-huh. up with this guy, getting ready before the date and being like, well, you know, Hunter, I just, I don't know about the guy. And then just letting it all like a wildfire ripple out from a few well-placed sparks here and there. Like the drama arsonist he is, Mm-mm-mm. he's got a plan and it's something that that you can't really see until it's all come into 
him into focus. Well, that's what I think about that. The night portion of the date starts and Katie, she's initially, she's like, I don't really feel concerned about Hunter. I'm more concerned about the guy's drama. That's kind of her initial response. And so I'm like, oh, damn, is Hunter going to stay? And are the people like Mob Boss and Aaron who are trying to get rid of Hunter? Is that who she's going to be tweaked about? Yeah. Um, so, okay. A a couple of the conversations with the guys. Yes. One, Andrea said he's confident. He was like, he was confident that their whole thing was like unmatched. And then went into the kiss and I was like, no. (laughs) And I was like, you're super cute, but no, (laughs) definitely Greg and Blake are beating that one out right now. That's for sure. And then Greg's conversation with her. Okay. Another moment where... It's it's a it's again it's another one of these conversations where it's like if I was a viewer and I like was like I like Greg it would be another conversation where you're kind of like okay a nice sweet moment with them but all I could think about was in the conversation where there there were two things number one he made some comment where he's like I don't ever like talk about our connection in front of the guys was that was interesting. Mm-hmm take some Mm -hmm. some guys do it some don't it's a different you know whatever um i think he's avoiding any sort of confrontation in the house by not bringing up their relationship but then the biggest thing was that which was interesting in the context of him just delivering a romantic poem to her that was not really even part of the prompt of the group date Yes. Because he kind of went out of date, out of his way to sort of talk about his feelings for her in front of all of them. Yes. And so he was saying like, oh, I feel embarrassed because I normally don't say, like talk about our relationship with the other guys in the house, which I bet when he said that, and again, this is a moment, I bet it hurt her feelings. You know, you you have a huge crush on a guy and he's literally like, I felt embarrassed because I never talk about our relationship with the guys in the house. So like I put it all out there and it didn't go over well. So I'm embarrassed. That's a subtle move. It's a subtle move. And all of a sudden you're feeling a little bit like, oh, you don't talk about me with the guys in the house. okay?" And now all of a sudden I'm feeling a little insecure, Uh having an insecure moment. Uh And then he says, I can't read you sometimes. And that's when I was like, "Okay, no, 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 no. I agree. That's something you say to like have a sexy moment in a conversation. There has been nothing that Katie has done no. that has not been so blatant with Greg. Yeah. She has put all of her feelings out there. If anyone can't read anybody, she can't read it. Like he's been the one who's been holding back. No, it's like that classic move. Like we kind of saw with Victoria F with Pete that we've seen with a bunch of other contestants, not a bunch, but a select few more manipulative moves where it's kind of like, but do you even like me? Like, yes. can you prove to me that you like me? Yeah, like, I just I'm so unsure. Well, and the way he did this whole thing where she was like, well, how are you feeling? And he was just like, well, you know, like, I don't know. And their last conversation was like that, too, where he was like, where we thought, remember, that he was going to give. Oh, no, this was two. This was even not the Michael. There was two. It was two conversations before where we thought she was going to give him the rose to try to make him feel better because he was kind of like, I'm feeling a little like insecure right now. And she didn't give him the rose. And then the next week, the whole Michael, Michael A brought up his wife, the the death of his wife's, um, the anniversary of his wife's death. And she didn't give him the rose then. But each week it's a little bit kind of like, there's this energy of like, let like assure me mm-hmm. assure me assure me uh this is i think maybe the first time that he said he's like i'm falling for you right and i was going to say that too normally he's sort of avoiding any sort of committed phrases of mm-hmm. affection but blake's in the house now 
That's true. He's got to step it up a notch. He's got to step it up. And it's cut, the weeks are cutting down. So more connections are forming. So now, but he then says, he doesn't just say that. He says, I can't read you. So it's just kind of this, um, it's just this dynamic, this energy where I feel like she's always having to be like, like she's so over the top into him. Yeah. But then she's still having to convince him of this, which puts him in the power position always yeah. in their relationship. And he continues to to do this. And yeah. I just, uh, I go, my guy, if you really can't read her, then, well, that's a whole different concept. That's a whole different issue. <laughs> that's a whole different and problem. I don't think that's what's happening here. Um, Blake, just got to quickly say the sexual tension between the two of them. Dude. The level of sexual tension. I thought this episode that they were going to have sex. I was waiting oh, when he went to visit that. her hotel room and they were yeah, just kept being it. up against the walls making out. I was like, oh my God, is this going to be <gasps> like basically like a play-by-play -play, like a Nick Vial with Caitlin. She brings him in later. They end up having sex. Is this going to be that situation? I was really hoping for it. <laughs> Well, she did, by the way, she said that she was in Women's Health Magazine and Katie did say that she did have sex in the fantasy suite. So we do know that that happened. Good. So girl. more power to her. More power to her. Uh, um, okay. Mob boss. Oh, my God. This is just killing me because he's throwing around these lines with his conversation with her where he was like, I would never speak ill of someone. <laughs> However, I hate to compare Hunter to Thomas. However... They're just doing all these things. They're like, well, you must not, you must not hate it, or you must n never and hate seem to be weak words I for you. I was dying. It's not part of my character to bring. <laughs> also, by the way, the lines that he was bringing up were the most mob bossy. I hate to speak ill of anyone. Yeah, 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 it yeah, was, yeah. it was. I an, hate to throw him under the, <laughs> it under was the bus. An, an Italian restaurant. But I have pushed a man or two under a moving bus. Literally. Before. <laughs> He says he's the concerns are being raised. Like there, it was there. The lines were absolutely perfect. Um, but again, this is a moment where he talks about he's calculated. Super fan of the show, using the Greg lines in his conversation with Katie. I was surprised that Mob Boss came so direct with Katie Hard. about it. Yeah, Mob Boss has nothing to lose at this point, right? Mob Boss is like, There's I'm going no down in flames. <laughs> There's really no connection. We're to just gonna me. try. We're gonna try. Uh, now, Hunter, though, when Katie ends up talking to Hunter, though, after all this stuff is brought up, I was, I was like, dude, you would have been a lot better off just. I don't know. I felt like he was kind of skirting around stuff and I felt like that made yeah. him look worse. And then I it made him look like he was hiding something when I, he really doesn't have anything to hide. I feel like it was one of those situations where, you know, when you don't have anything to hide, yeah. so you have nothing to say. Mm. It's literally like, what are you supposed to say in the right. situation? Like, yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of the show. As are you, Katie. It's like, we know she's also a big fan of the show. I guess that he could have used that as a conversation. Like, we're both big fans of the show. But, like, yeah, what I, what are you supposed to say in the situation? They're telling me that I'm calculated. They're telling me that I'm here for the wrong reasons. I'm not. Well, I think he could have been like, look, the biggest accusation that they're throwing around about me is that I'm familiar with the show. And I am. And, you know, I love it and blah, blah, blah. And that can coexist with the idea that right now I'm falling in love with you. And that's why I believe in the process. 
Like there was, and again, I, I don't, I just think Hunter isn't as like sharp with his, with his words and being able Quick to express his, his thoughts. So yeah. it kind of just didn't work out like that. Yeah, it was, it was unfortunate because I feel like when she sat down with him, she was wanting him to say the things that you just yeah. said. And because he, you know, he said that he's just like, I've been focusing on you. I can only handle myself. You know, I can't control what the guys are saying. And then all of a sudden she's like, I need time. I feel ill. And she started to vomit. I was very confused by that. That was, that came out of nowhere. <laughs> I was very confused as well. I was like, what is happening? What?" You know, what did this poor girl eat? <laughs> like, for the love. I, I, I'm like, if it would have been, my brain would have thought if it would have been in, uh, like, Hint, I would have been like, heat, heat poisoning. She's probably having a bit of an anxiety attack. Yeah. That sucks. That's what happens when I get really anxious. I throw you, up. You throw up when you get anxious? Every once in a while, yeah. If I really get worked up wow. enough, then I throw up. Yeah. It's, oh, my goodness. Or just diarrhea. I get the dia for sure. The dia. The dia. But That's a cute way of saying it. <laughs> but, the, um, but the puking. There's been a handful of times where I've actually thrown up. But, oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. And made my heart hurt. I was like, dude, mm. this is so, this makes me feel so stressed out. This An is ideal for a uh, for an evening portion of the date with a bunch of men. No, and she wrapped that shit. She was not. She was not here to wipe her mouth, reapply the lip, and go back to conversation. She was like, she threw up. She ended that date, and she said, "No rose, no rose." And you know, and you know, Greg was like, "God damn it!" Okay, I know. Greg was like, "It was mine to lose." <laughs> Listen, though, this is another. This is these are the things that I feel like are important to think about. Is that that hunter? So Katie basically sat down with Hunter and goes, listen, all these guys have now just told me how much uh, you're calculated, what type of guy you are, what do you have to say? You know, we're mm -hmm. getting, we're getting, by the way, a little um, clips to the guys talking and Michael A, of course, is like, I think Hunter seems genuine and like he's here for the right reasons. I was like, we love you so much, Michael. So wholesome. Um, so wholesome. But this whole thing happens. Hunter goes back to the guys and the guys are like, oh, here he is. Hunter does not come for these men. No. And I think that's all you really need to know. Yeah. It's like, he's a good guy. Yeah. And he literally, it's like, he's now getting, he's, he's. He is an innocent man. <laughs> Leave him alone. <laughs> but like now he's getting all these guys who are getting all worked up because again, I think you have mastermind friend of all in the house. I mean, think about this. Hunter felt comfortable exactly. enough to talk to Greg. Yeah, no. Everyone feels comfortable enough to, to to talk to Greg. He's the he's the neutral. They're still in their he's, secrets. He's Switzerland in the house because he's the neutral guy. He's kind to everybody. He's not getting involved in any of the drama. But he's supplying the weapons exactly to. That's the thing. But you know, Hunter comes back. He's not like, hey, what the fuck? Why'd you guys say something? Blah blah blah. He's just kind of like lets it lets it be how it is. And I think that's all you need to know about Hunter. So, okay. <laughs> next, next we have Connor B's one on one. Um, interesting date, by the way, that they're going to hang out with Caitlin and Jason. <laughs> I know. I feel like Hunter would have wanted that date. <laughs> He's like bad <"Batch> royalty. 
<laughs> what are their dogs' names? How are Roman and Peter? <laughs> he knows the names of like their dogs and stuff. Like he knows everything. That would have yeah. been legendary. Yeah. Um, okay. This all I could think about the entire time was when they're all sitting together and you find out that they're going to be playing games and grilling. I know we later see Jason say that he loved Connor. Yeah, He's yeah, such yeah, a nice yeah, guy. Yeah. All I could think about the entire time is what is Jason really thinking about this yeah. guy? Because we have this like volleyball situation where Hunter's just getting creamed. He's Jason like throwing is like, this out- man is beta. <laughs> I do not <laughs> fucking approve. He's throwing out sushi puns. And then when they're grilling, Jason is grilling and Connor's just standing next to him. Jason's like, will you hand me that uh, barbecue sauce, my guy? Yeah. And Connor's just Beta like, energy. Hey, babe, how do you want your hot dog cooked? And and Jason, I'm, I'm guessing Jason's just sitting there going like, dude, I'm going to be fucking cooking the hot dog. Like, I mean, why are you even asking? Like, I don't like, and I know it's like, of course, his, his response is Connor's a really sweet guy, which he is obviously, but I wanted to know what Jason actually thought because make money to know <laughs> i would love to hear the pillow talk between caitlin and jason that night in their hotel room of like what they thought jason the dynamic like, was no that guy's a loser <laughs> <laughs> like yeah dude he's a sweet guy but did he really think he had a chance like did he really think that like the kiss was gonna make it no come on like i just pictured jason just being and like caitlin was like no no i knew she like no and and it, but what was so interesting too is then the four of them like <laughs> it was like the couple who's like the batch royalty couple is winning every game getting every question about themselves right they were just dominating and they were like and you're just seeing their love grow and everyone's going yes they should be together and, Katie, and then you know, Katie I was just and like, Connor just Katie's just <laughs> getting more and more nauseated with each passing minute she's like if you think I was pushed to throwing up last night like I am about to lose my <laughs> breakfast all over again like, no what I really liked about the date is that the conversation did get brought up that Caitlin and Jason were friends first. Uh-huh. Um, and then so Caitlin was like really pushing Katie to be like, hey, listen, like he's a really nice guy. Maybe give him a shot. Give him a shot. A kiss is important. Maybe like just see where it goes. And I like that conversation a lot because I don't feel like they talk about that a lot on the franchise. They oh, yeah. Talk- Develop the relationship and see where it goes. Yeah, don't, they don't talk yeah. a lot about how friendship is so important and how, like, you can maybe initially not be super physically attracted to somebody and then you fall in love with them. My guess is that probably Caitlin and Jason always thought the other person was hot and there was always yeah. some chemistry, but then it just stayed in the friendship area for a while. That's my guess. Um I was like really, really cringing when poor Katie was telling Caitlin, like, you know what? Like, we, we've just got to get there and it's going to be there. I know it's going to be there. And I was like, it's like, not, not going to be there. It ain't there. It's not Caitlin and Jason. It's And that's the thing. It's so I feel like it's such a valuable thing for the franchise to talk about because I think so often the show is just based on physicality like mm. who you're initially have chemistry with versus like like sexual chemistry mm-hmm. with versus like no like friendship is mm-hmm. so important mm-hmm. um but this was just like if you've got the ick you've got the ick and girl you can't katie you can't blame yourself 
there's ever someone has it every season for somebody if you have the ick you can't help it you can't get over the ick what do you get the ick is impossible to get over and when when caitlin (sighs) and jason were watching them kissing i was dying i loved that part of the episode so much and connor just has i felt bad for connor in this part though like Connor had no idea that these conversations were happening, that it was like, this is my final go. And if this doesn't work, he's out. And he's just blissfully unaware and doing his typical making out with her with his like hands in the hair pulling. And I was like, no, Connor, this is your final chance. Oh, dude. And he just like it. Oh, no, not good. And then, oh, man. And I get, like, I understand where she was coming from, though, and I imagine it must have been so hard where she just started oh, breaking yeah. down crying because she's just like, on paper, everything's good. I know this guy really likes me, but I'm trying to make something happen that just ain't gonna happen. And I just really felt for her in that moment because that is not a fun thing to experience. No, but I'm also all. really glad that she was able to, like, find clarity and just be like, this is what I got to do and I got to do it. And I don't think she could have physically literally gone on further in that relationship. No, but no, no. And honestly, like, oh my God, the montage when he's putting on his suit and she's oh. just in her sweatshirt, like crying. And you're like, oh, God. Like, and he's just like, what an amazing date. And it was like, she, he's like we really going somewhere today. Literally, his voiceover was like, he was like, oh, man, what a great date. I can't wait for her to meet my family. Oh, Christmas is going to be great. Combine. I can't wait till we have babies together. Do you think she believes in Santa? Do you think we'll raise our kids with Santa? What type of elementary school do you think we're going to want to go to? What type of district will we be living? I mean, he was literally, <laughs> he was into their retirement fund. And I'm wondering if she wants to live in a two-story. Because honestly, like the air conditioning bills with the two-story heat rises, you know, and if we're living in, yeah. For me personally, I've always really enjoyed a one-story. I mean, I feel like they're underrated. I mean, you're able to get easy access to everything. Do Think our kids share a bedroom, though? Do we make do we make them do or do they each have separate bedrooms? I guess it depends if we have girls or boys. But honestly, it feels safer with the kids to have the one story. And one day when one of, you know, maybe one of our mothers gets older and they want to move in with us, it's easier because there's no stairs. They were able to all stay on the same floor. We can take care of our mothers together. It's going to be wonderful. Like, I, like that's why I was getting sick of Connor. I understand that. I'm like, please stop. And I'm like, he's so precious and sweet. But like but the also- energy that you have is not is not in the right with the right person i don't know if i am going too far out on a limb here jess but i envisioned scenes though of connor and greg like sitting on a counter in the bathroom with the door locked when they're unmiked like showering being like so like what do you you know what do you think? Like, blah, blah, blah. Who do you think? Do you think we're going to be in the top? I see the Maybe. two of them having top four conversations with each other. Interesting. Now, so so this I know. Connor, Hunter, Blood Brothers. Really? Yes. Like, like best, 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 best friends. Like really? staying with each other right now. Like oh. when Hunter was having a really hard... Well, cut up for a second. When Hunter was having a really hard day, yeah. when everyone was giving him shit last week, Connor B FaceTimed him from a karaoke night and sang him a love song. Aww. It was really sweet. That's cute. And then like flew him out, I think, to stay with him. And Aww. like they're okay. They love that's each other. Cute. That's cute. So I think that's more of the dynamic going okay. on. That's interesting. I wonder if they particularly gave Con like no, I guess not Con never mind. 
Anyway, I was wondering if it was like purposeful we'll that Connor wasn't you on the date with Connor Hunter. Will be, with producers, wait, though, I mean. You like, know Connor will be on Paradise. I'm very interested to see his dynamic on Paradise. Well, I was just curious if producers intentionally didn't put any of Hunter's friends on the group date, like knowing that all of this was about to unfold with the conversation and there was no one to probably Probably. Well, we saw in on the Hunter group or on the, the group date with Hunter, though, when at one point Hunter goes... I'm I have good intentions and I have people who will who will support me and back that and Shay was like or or one of one of the queens was like hey uh anyone who here who here and Mike and Andrew S raised their hand to support Hunter so he had people in the house who would back him (laughs) but again Mike Mike and Mike Michael uh and Andrew I think well no Mike Mike was the one who delivered the uh, the Carl news, but with like Thomas, they were all. I mean, obviously Andrew S was very Carl, like. Carl though was honestly to me probably one of the most justified like. Yeah, it was like you got he's got to go. Like this is too, yeah. this is out of control. He's literally like he's literally bringing well, he false was starting, information. Yeah, exactly. He was starting shit with yeah. the guys, so I felt like that was a fair <laughs> one for them all to unionize against he's him. He's literally going to you and being like, "There are people here for the wrong reasons," right. and he has no idea what he's talking right. about, and he's just starting right. shit. Right. Yeah, but anywho, <laughs> anywho. Um. So, but yeah, Connor is just has no idea. But you know, I'm like you were saying. I'm so happy that like Katie did do what she needed to do, and Connor couldn't have made it easier. Yeah, he he was just like he obviously was devastated, but then he was just like, I know it's okay. Literally cut her off. As she's trying to explain, he's like, I know where this yeah. is going. It's okay. Just breathe. He knows she's going to break up with him. And he just like created a safe space it's for really her sweet. and was like, it's okay. It's okay. I want to hear your opinion, though. Was it too honest when she said there was something missing in the kiss instead of generally saying that I don't think the chemistry is there? <laughs> I wrote down when she said that. I wrote down the angry therapist would be so proud. <laughs> this oh, is so honest. It was so honest. And you know what? Hopefully this is something that he can grow. I, I, I'm just going to say there are probably some women out there who want to be kissed like that. It's a little much. And <laughs> actually, he it, it might be good for him to hear that. That's what I'm saying. It's, su- it's one of those things that it's himself. like, this fucking blows so bad to hear. <sighs> oh, my God. It like actually it like, hurts my body. But it, it hurts actually, in my chest. But it actually is than something that he can walk away with without these like question marks where you go, well, fuck, I don't know what it was that was missing. And you'll be much less likely to repeat, you know. Yeah, it'll be like maybe next time. Like He's going to, you know, he's going to be watching and analyzing oh, every everything. point of their And I'm makeup. sure he's heard, you know, from people watching this show now for the past couple of weeks be like, whoa, my guy, like this is just, you know, it's it, a kiss is a dance like it has dynamic it's just not the same every time like we don't need the hair pulling every single time um but i i it was painful that she said that but i did think i appreciated that and even as much as it would hurt if i would have been connor i would have i'd like to know if you're breaking up with me instead of just being the chemistry is not there because let's just say for him the chemistry was so there and then the other person goes, the chemistry wasn't there. I feel like I walk away going, man, am I out of touch? Like, I, it was so there for me. Like, what am mm. I missing? And then when the person looks at me and goes. Well, he's still going to think that with the kiss. <laughs> he's like, man, am I out of touch? I thought the no, kiss but, was No, but, but then it's an active step. Yep. It goes. You it know was, specifically it was, what the, it is. The kiss, it was just, and it was like, okay, well, got to check maybe the breath. You know, I remember one time someone gave me back in high school 
a very, very harsh critique of um, of um, my blowjob skills. I was just about to say I got one of those too back in the day. And yeah. honestly, it was so mean. And the way he said it was like so hurtful. I think look back on it now, I'm just like, that was so mean in the way that he did it. But you better believe I turned around and I became the best goddamn oral giver ever. <laughs> That's I the put thing, my though. heart and soul into improving and achieving and striving only for the best. There was only deg one degree <laughs> that I was going for. There was only one way to go and that was up from there, from the pits. It's true though. That's how you learn to get better. I had the same exact thing happen with, with um, an oral situation back in the day. You're like less teeth. It was exactly <laughs> that because I had read when I was really little, I picked up some stupid fucking Cosmo before I'd ever given a blowjob before. And it was like techniques. And it was like, this wasn't even basics. It was like <laughs> expert techniques. And it was like a little bit of teeth sometimes can be fun. And then the person was kind of like, it was really good, but like, Maybe that there was a little too much fixation with like the grazing of the teeth. Like it was light and it was fine, but it was maybe too. And I was like, okay, hurtful, but I'm going to get better. And now I feel very confident in my blowjobs. But if I wouldn't have been told that, I wouldn't have known. My partner told me, pushed my head away and said, I've been with much more experienced people. <gasps> and I don't think, no, it was like actually devastating. I cried oh, that's that so night devastating. when I left. Yeah, it was so mean. <laughs> That's this. That is so mean. But I, I believe now the, that you got so good. <laughs> and then at the end of our relationship, this was the best. He said, he said, he said, oh, you know, like you actually like gotten pretty good at this or whatever. It was, it was, there was issues. In yeah, that that's a, that's a, that's sure. a problem. A but I toxic. will say if someone would have said that to me, catch me with a banana in my room every <laughs> night. Catching <laughs> myself? <laughs> like, whenever my mom goes to the grocery store, she's like, what do you order? What, what do you want? What do you want me to pick up? I'm like, uh, cucumber, banana, <laughs> only phallic shaped things. And I'm just working all day, every day on it. <laughs> every day when I brush the back of my tongue, I brush farther back to work on my gag reflex. Slow conditioning so that I am ready. <laughs> Call me an Olympian, goddammit. <laughs> Watch me, catch me brushing my uvula. Oh, what, this little thing? <laughs> oh, my God. That is so funny. Well, mm. someone got some serious uvula interaction playing some tonsil hockey, as the, uh, the old folks like to say. Uh, that is That's the grossest term ever, by the way. Oh, my God. It makes me think of tonsil stones and, like, just... oh. Oh, I, oh my God. I, I know. I know. Are you cramping under your chin? Yeah. Um, so Connor, and by the way, we see Connor's exit, which we never see. Oh yeah. People leave. Connor gets to say goodbye. The house is sobbing. The yeah, house, how did he get to go back? <laughs> because people, the producers were like, wow, honestly, like. What, they, they didn't do the like dramatic bag take. I, I was know. like so confused. I'm but. wondering if they did it to try to potentially stir one of the men to do a move that Blake did, where it's like, okay, she, she kicked someone out. Everyone's devastated. Let's see how this is going to go, maybe. Oh, because Blake did make some comment when he walked up. He's like, you have no idea how hard that was. Which I thought was an interesting comment. That felt very breaking the fourth wall to me. Did you notice that when he said that? Yeah, but I, I gotta say, and I said this before, with, with doing stunts like that, it's either producers fully behind you or not. Like there is, you can, 
I don't know. I just thought it was a super interesting comment because it's like, obviously, he shows up with the boombox and they're playing the song. Maybe they were having technical difficulties for a while, like finding the boombox. Maybe he wanted to do the say anything moment and they were struggling trying to find... And they were like, we can't use copyrighted Right, and then they were like, okay, well, we have to figure out how to play this that it's actually playing that she can hear. And it was like a whole drama and he was like, wow, that was a fucking nightmare to get that whole thing working. Yeah, that could be it. But But it still felt like it was breaking the fourth wall a little bit. And I was like, this is an interesting moment. You don't get those, those moments very often. Who knows? Maybe he really was just begging, begging, begging. Um, I don't know, but I have to say also, maybe you were trying to prompt Greg to do it. Doubt it. Greg would, Greg is, would jump on that in a fucking heartbeat. Are you kidding me? True. No, I think it was, I think they wanted Blake to do it. I think Hmm. because there's been already this narrative established with Blake where he's this sort of a sneaky respite from the whole experience for her. And he sort of provides that sort of like emotional release in a way of being like, oh, it's just our special thing, like apart from the show. And I think it's what's kind of keeping her sane throughout this whole process. True, true. Um, Quick aside, though, I will be waiting to see Connor's kissing skills on Paradise. And I'm sure that will be an essential theme of his role on Paradise. It's like I've actually hired a kissing expert. Now, now that you say this, I'm getting Evan Bass flashbacks Mm. With them having to do the chili pepper kiss for however long. Uh-huh. So. I see Connor's intro being him, like, making out with a pineapple and then turning and being like. Oh, for sure. Definitely him know, making like, out. Huh? He will have a date where they have to do some sort of kissing thing. Will it be an Evan Carly situation where he finds someone that he is over the top for and they are running away from him and then it ends up working out? Or will Connor be kissing everyone and it's kind of a fun, playful thing for him where he is like the kissing bandit of what the beach? What if he gets really good at kissing and so then everyone's yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Oh, like, what, if he's, what if he's the kissing bandit of the beach and all the girls oh are want to make out with Connor? You take your power Connor. back, Connor. <laughs> you take power bag you kiss everybody <laughs> oh my God. i hope so i hope he's on the beach kissing everybody well i have to say poor connor it was like connor who once blake showed up she was so sad and you know definitely from like a oh you don't want to hurt sweet connor yes and then you hear that music that song that she danced to Which, blake by with the way, remember remember when you were talking about it yep and we were like oh now when she listens to that song she's gonna think about blake like she's gonna want to play it back and then he comes back Good to two weeks later, and he is standing there in with his boombox, his little John Cusack moment, mm-hmm. and she forgot all about Connor very quickly. Very quickly. Um, Their chemistry, the level of comfortability that they have. Now, the, okay, the level, first of all, the level of sexual chemistry is so much more intense than anyone else in the house between mm-hmm. the two of them. And also, the level of friendship comfortability mm-hmm is so much more intense. Like, it's so easy. He shows up, the conversation, he sits down with her and it's super just like, yeah, so Connor showed back up at the house and she's like, oh wait, really? He did? And they were like, telling each other kind of like behind the scenes stuff and just having a nice conversation and it just doesn't feel ever, at this point, I get that she has some chemistry with like Greg and maybe Andrew and Jeff, but the comfortability is so much it's like a completely different dynamic. Oh, absolutely. And 
they I don't know. I some people just like don't like them together. I think that the, it is such a turn on watching them together. I'm like, yeah, if okay. you don't think that I was feeling hot and bothered and like ready for Evan to be home after I was watching that, then you have another thing coming. You're wrong. <laughs> I, was, I was like, Whew, OK, and what? I normally don't feel that way no. about watching people make out in the bachelor. I'm no, like, normally okay. I will kind of like turn away a little bit because I feel like I'm invading privacy. Oh, this, like, I was just more. like, <laughs> when's the only <laughs> So um, more content <laughs> coming our way soon. When's the OnlyFans? Guys? So their fantasy suite episode is going to be the longest, longest one, right? It's going to be the most extended We're one. Going to see we all see, the foreplay, right? <laughs> Please. <laughs> uh, no, for real though, it's very. I feel the same way. I get very hot and bothered watching it because it just feels. It reminds me of. Not that I'm saying that their relationship is immature. So don't get me wrong when I say that. It reminds me of like young moments. Mm. Like I have like when I watch them, I'm like, oh my God, I remember when they, when they were making on the hotel. I was like, oh my God, I remember when Evan and I were dating and we were like, our parents were staying at that hotel and we were like making out in the hallway mm-hmm. and like da 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 and like we were up on the balcony. Like I'm having all these like youthful flashbacks mm-hmm. because the passion feels so unbridled mm. in horse terms like Blake would enjoy <laughs> Um, you know what would be the most amazing move is if after a finale, a couple actually did release one OnlyFans video. The amount of money that they could make off of charging oh, like twenty five bucks, you know, whatever massive. for access to the OnlyFans, like they they'd make a lot of money. They would make so much money. The amount of hate that they would receive would be would be next level. Like right after they get off the show, and there's such a conservative audience that watches, and that would make headlines everywhere. It's a genius move, though. It's it a is genius, genius move. It would it would make headlines everywhere. It would extend past Bachelor Nation. People oh. would be like, "Can you believe this couple from the Bachelor They'd be just sold about their it. sex tape?" They'd be talking about it everywhere. It and would it would change kind of the narrative of the show almost. I would live. It would be honestly like. The biggest thing for me with that kind of thing is always just like family, what you get like family dynamics. But it seems like Blake, I don't know, it seems kind of like Blake's family is kind of open. It seems like Katie's, I mean, if you have kind of open, if you have in a, a situation, a supportive, a supportive part, like a supportive family and partner, but specifically a supportive partner in the sense that, like, hey, we both obviously we both want to do this, but yeah, but but also. Uh, we both know that because there is a large group of conservative viewers of the show, we are going to receive so much hate and we don't fucking care because we are doing this together. Well, and honestly, then it's like, honestly, like people probably people probably wouldn't hate on it so much if they ended up getting married. I know it's like outdated as that sounds, but I could see a lot of people once if them actually getting married. Me, like, I mean, you know, what are you going to say? It's within the bounds of the, the marriage, <laughs> the, the <blessing>. sacred union. <laughs> you know, I like. I, I think regardless of the backlash, it would be the absolute like smartest, craziest oh, yeah. move ever. Oh yeah, they'd make tons. They'd get tons of publicity. They'd be going probably on talk shows. Like, consider it. I'm just saying, talk to me. Let us know. Uh, I'll film what's it. What's his face? I got you guys. What's, Don't what, worry. I'll edit. What's his last name? Chad. Oh, God. Chad. Chad. Yeah. What's his last Bachelor's name? Bachelor's Chad. What's, yeah, I guess. Chad. 
he would be he would be quaking because I'm pretty sure he owns like sole domain the of only fans of <laughs> for The Bachelor. Like that is like his thing. That's and if so anyone, weird. if anyone, Chad Johnson, Chad Johnson, if anyone dare come into his domain. Oh, but no, now he's rebranded. Now his and now his Instagram profile says tech entrepreneur, subscription content platform technology. ABC's The Bachelor, Las Vegas. So is, is Chad... <laughs> yeah, I feel like he rebrands every couple months. I can't keep up with this man, honestly. Like, wh- like a few months ago, he was like... like Porno king? He was like, literally... Wasn't he like writing Chris Harrison? Like, oh he my. was like writing things on like the sides of cars about like... I think making king like needed help. Yeah. Help. It, was, it was... He was dropping, I feel like, some like he was doing some Instagram lives that were very concerning. There was a lot going on. Yeah. Anywho, <laughs> anywho, <laughs> but the two of them love it. Um, sell love your sex so much. tape King and queen. And I will buy it. Also, also I will say there were a few moments when he was, um, when she was, dangling off the balcony where I was like um oh my god liability (laughs) Blake pull her up this is not covered by ABC's insurance get back up there and Um, then he said that he's fallen for Katie oh I love by the way after he goes and they are having their Mac fest for however long he leaves the level of confidence he's just like you know I've fallen for Katie she's falling for me too (laughs) He's a, he says, it's impossible to deny Katie and I are going to fall in love. <laughs> it's just so confident and so blatant. He's just like, we will fall in love. Um, oh. And I think that's going to happen really soon. Now, we see clips of him in the next episode talking about how he can't tell her he's fallen in love with her yet. And so I'm like, is this going to be a thing where he will not say I am in love with you because th- he does not feel that way yet? I think it's going to be, I think it's blown out in the previews. That's my prediction. I wonder if the way that they're editing the preview is that he's wanting to tell her that he's fallen in love with her and he's trying to have the right time. So he's like, I can't tell her yet. So he's trying to like, I think it's more of that. That's my yeah. predict- personal prediction. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, you know, and I've seen some people being like, what's the whole deal with Blake? Here's my thing. From what I've seen, Blake is unproblematic. And the whole point of the show is you're supposed to. Supposed to stand the person that is the best for the lead. And that's how I feel about Blake. I really like him. I really think like based on like you have talked about his social media presence is totally just he's just of what you see is what you you get. (laughs) And I think that they're a great match. Me so. too. Me and too. I know people are like, well, we, oh, we've seen this chemistry between them. I'm like, no, I think I think that with some people it is just truly a sexual relationship, but I don't get that vibe from them. I feel like I've seen that on The Bachelor in the past where it's these people just have chemistry. Perfect example, Pete and Victoria. It's like you guys just want to fuck each other. Yes. We get it. Yes. Um, I don't see that w- with them. I see something more where there is like you're talking about a level of safety and comfort yep. with each yep. other that gets that we see expressed through their physical chemistry with each other i completely agree completely agree that's my take on that well katie is feeling a certain type of way because (laughs) she we get to the cocktail party and this no she's like it's like after my night with blake like i'm feeling pretty confident like nice knowing y'all she's like hey just so you know like i'm not here to waste anybody's time i'm gonna axe a bunch of you and in fact i'm not even doing the cocktail party because i don't want to waste my time i don't want to talk to you so we're going straight to the rose ceremony and i'm just picturing mike fleiss being like no (laughs) the formula the formula 
<laughs> she's just like no fuck this i'm cutting all these people in we're not even gonna have the cocktail party um i do want to have a special shout out to trey with his leopard suit jacket hello i need it what a look i am so sad that we had to see him leave on this look give us more of the suit jacket we hope to see it in paradise so who's who's the five we got by hunter Bye, she Connor. ended up yes she Bye, pulled tray shit it was a full bloodbath she uh <laughs> she took hunter outside thought she was gonna give him the rose nope she no. did not no. um so yes men gone hunter mob boss aaron and trey so we have remaining blake and Connor. Okay, Connor. justin andrew s greg michael a mike p and brendan which was like, huh? I couldn't believe when she gave the rose to Brennan. Brennan's obviously going home next week. Mike, I think like we talked about, I don't think she's, I just don't think that the, uh, virginity stuff aside, I don't think that they're it for each other. They're not on the same page. I think he's going. I think Michael, again, she's not going to want to take him to hometowns unless she can totally see him as a potential for her, her husband. Therefore, I see, I stay with my final, I s- stay with my final four prediction. I think your final four prediction was correct. Andrew S., Justin, Greg, Blake. I agree. Unless all of a sudden Brendan wins. He's <laughs> like, well, like, that was out of left field. Talk about the most dramatic season ever. What a twist. Yeah, now that is the most dramatic season <laughs> ever. Um, he doesn't even get a hometown date or a final fantasy suite. And he somehow... <laughs> now, that big guy from the back who knocks on the door. Oh, yeah. That could be Brendan. That is Brendan's physique. <laughs> where she was like, I'm so surprised to see you here. That could be Brendan's physique. Big shoulders, broad, thick neck, shaved on the back. And it's not Blake? I don't think so. It, the hair was lighter. I think. she have any brothers? I don't know. Could be Brendan. <laughs> Brendan's just... <laughs> Brendan just won't leave. <laughs> He's just making sure... So, yeah, those are the guys who are left. Oh, my God. What if it's her biological dad? Oh, wow. <laughs> that would be a lot. I don't think that they're going to do that. Honest to God, though, ABC, it would not surprise me that you would exploit some something like that, like, and all of a sudden pull that. And she, like, has no idea. That would be, no. That's I mean, a, that's a little, that's like a lot, right? Maybe, <sighs> maybe it is her final week and her mom shows up to support her. And meet the guys, and then bio dad. Show. That that dude. That no, would be that's so too much. That's too much. That's too much. Like for real. Come on. Unless she wanted him there, maybe she asks. Maybe you know what? Maybe there's a moment where she says, "Like I think I want my bio dad to be here," and just her mom shows up, and she's sad, and then all of a sudden, last that minute, her dad shows like, up. Dude, but that seems like so much. Um, backstory to have to talk about like i guess the insinuation is maybe that her mom cheated on her dad with her biological dad and then it's like that just seems like it's too messy for even abc to go with maybe unless maybe that's why we heard about it on the justin date because they're going to be starting to talk about it god maybe seems like a lot but that's a possibility or it could literally be like it literally could be brendan showing up it could be brendan brendan could just be like i don't see like i'm just gonna send myself home it doesn't seem like my our relationship has progressed as the other guys or it's literally like a new neil lane it's neil lane's son taking over it's neil lane he's been taking like hgh like enhancements (laughs) he's just like (laughs) he's he's completely new (laughs) i am the ring god the ring master now the ringmaster. He's 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 gone backwards in age. He looks like he's just he's just twenty five years hair. old, and he's just like, "Hello, Katie." <laughs> That'd be so scary. 
Um, um, so the okay, so the preview for this coming this next week, Mikey whispering. Can we have a moment to talk about Mikey whispering into her ear? She's laying next to him, and he's laying down next to her, and he whispers into his ear, her ear. I'd rather have my heart broken a hundred times over than break someone's heart. Yeah, it's a weird thing to and whisper like, into someone's ear. I was like, it's not. Hot. I don't feel like that's healthy. <laughs> that also seems like just not sexy. No, probably because it's not healthy. This was gonna say it's like it's like I understand saying like to her, I would rather have my heart broken a hundred <laughs> times over than break your heart. Right, than break someone's heart, anyone's heart. I will stay into a relationship until it's so toxic that I'm on the brink of just emotional collapse it's because just like i will literally be absolutely miserable and have my heart broken a million times i'll put myself in this situation over and over and over and over again to avoid ever ever hurting someone and i'm just like what <laughs> that's a weird thing to whisper to somebody like yeah, in no, a hot no, way a- like it's a weird thing to whisper i'm very very interested about what conversation where this is coming from that's just weird um so yeah we have the blake moment we will see it looks like more of the drama continues um we do get a quick clip at the very end where she's having tea with shay coulee and monet exchange she says that greg is the best kisser yes 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 yes. i did make note of that as well and i heard her say that on uh interview before too right and kiss when we're talking about best kisser that can be very much a technique thing like i can think of some of the guys that have been like the best kisser yeah on paper yeah. and is that the person that i've had the best sex with the most chemistry with the people I, no no just but someone who's best, a great kisser. kisser also blake does have the beard that might be a little tough i know when evan gets super beardy blake and I then just my face would... is so red afterwards that i'm just oh my god like... one time i got a scab on my chin i remember for making out with someone that had like oh really gosh, that had stubble oh. it was like probably like three days stubble it wasn't a beard so it was like it was so sharp, sharp. I used to always just get be raw around my mouth from making out so hard. And then you try to like get go home and try to cover it up. But your face has like three layers of skin. You have like full microdermabrasion on your face (laughs) from the beard. bottom half. And you're just like, this skin is just new and fresh all the time because it's constantly getting. Basically have like a chemical peel on the bottom. (laughs) I wish he would trim the beard. I don't like it. I don't like the shape of it. It's just he needs to stop with that and ask us uh, the consultants to help with a makeover. I'm wondering what I would do. Hair makeover. I'm wondering what I would do for him if I would give him a we could hair we could do a proposition. I would love to. I think Blake would be a good um, a good sport if we had a segment next week where we'd be like, "Here's what I'm going to do: I throw up a picture of him and be like, trim this, take off the top of here, do I this." I feel like Blake's the type of guy if he came on our show and we had a truth or dare episode and one of the dares was to shave <laughs> the beard. Like I feel like he would actually step up and just fucking. No, that's do the it. thing. Blake would be like, "Well, He'd the broad said sport. to do it." Yeah. Oh my god, Blake! By the way posted about voting for us for the people's choice awards he did our king why do i stand that's why because he stands me so anyone who stands me i stand them um it's a reciprocal action and speaking of if you have not please 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 vote for us for the nominations for people's podcast choice awards we're begging we are in the categories of best comedy podcast and best female hosted podcast i will have the link in the episode notes below that you can click on we'll add a swipe up on a story somewhere too but please i think the time is slowly running out so please run and do it now please and also speaking of truth or dare, truth or daring, Blake to do that, we I would actually love. Oh my god, if Kay, I, Becca, if Katie and Blake are together, 
I feel like they would be the best couple ever to do a truth or dare episode with if the me and you did a truth or dare episode with them. Oh my God. They would yes. totally do it. Yes. They'd answer all the truths. They'd do all the dares. By the way, here's my proposition for Blake. I okay. think he does like a short buzz, like kind of what Gray has, like a shorter. I'm gonna sh- I'm showing you the photo right now, one on his page. A short buzz. Okay. None of the top hair and just shave off all of the facial hair. He's got great bone structure, a great face. He just I has just a say, really nice bone structure. I just say like a good old kind of marine look with kind of like this buzz, not too short though. And just yeah. no, no facial hair. Yeah. Nix it. I would love great to smile. see him without facial hair. Yeah, he has a yeah. really nice smile. You'd think that you want to hide or at least, that. or at least just shave it to like five o'clock shadow. I, I mean, he seems like the kind of guy that's going to have a five o'clock shadow at five o'clock <laughs> that's after shaving. So I say just shave it all, you know? I would even like, I wouldn't even say person. I wouldn't even say buzz. I would just be like, just trim the hair up a little bit. I want to see him with a buzz. I think he would look super sexy with the, with the buzz. Oh my gosh. Yeah, Keeping right. this length on the side yeah, all you're across. Right. No, none of this which we've never seen actually on his instagram he doesn't have a single photo of him without the facial hair so huh guys if we win people's choice award blake <laughs> is going to shave his face you heard it here first right blake <laughs> like listening to this right now being just like whoa 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 <laughs> oh, man, but i think for them I but think, i'm not i think grayson is gonna tattoo my name on his body for real for real yeah would he tattoo Jenny Ross on his body? Chat soon. It's not as good. He would do Chatty Bras, but that's not but as I good. Like Rebecca, he, such a I commitment. feel like he needs to tattoo Rebecca on his body, regardless. Let's see this happen. Obviously, regardless. can the four of us get a Chat soon tattoo? Okay, that's cute. And he has to get Rebecca somehow. Gray do has we want to the do boys both. in on the Chat soon tattoo? There, do do we just want to make that our girls thing? That's true. That's probably like more of our thing. Like, yeah, they're new. It's our they're podcast, new to this. bitches. <laughs> Stay out of it's it. It's not yours. It's ours. Uh, speaking of them and Truth or Dare, they had a Truth or Dare episode this last week with Craig Conant. Becca and I were like, we were putting together the shit for them and we were like, we want to do this. This is fun. So on oh, Thursday, really tune into us doing just just Becca and I doing a uh, an alone solo Truth or Dare it episode. Fun. It was actually very fun. So tune into that Thursday um, and we'll chat soon. Chat soon. Also, merch is coming out end of next week boom shakalakalaka oh my gosh yes we will chat more with you about that on our thursday episode a lot happening thanks broads chat soon chat soon